0: Welcome to today's service. It's great to have you here. We just want to let you know that this is the third week of
1: Advent and so our theme that we will be focusing on today is joy. A couple of things to let you know. One is that our Christmas Eve service will be only online this year and the second thing is our Sunday services for December the
0: 27th and January the 3rd will be online only. We won't be hosting in-person services on those days. So that's it for now.
1: Enjoy the rest of the service and God bless.
2: Few would have considered it a silent night, a holy night. Travelers jostled in the city gates, weary fists pounded on closed doors, pleading on the outside, arguing from within, all to the same refrain no room. Among the houses rang raucous Roman laughter, census takers with comfortable quarters and plenty of food and wine. There is little peace and less goodwill between stranger and villager here. Somewhere a dog barked, a lamb bleated, a woman moaned, and a baby cried. Out on the hillsides, exposed to the cold night, without even a stable for warmth, shepherds huddled around the fire, guarding their flocks against thieves and wolves. Suddenly, a light to split the darkness, a voice a song a chorus of angels do not be afraid i bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people unto you is born this day in the city of david a child a son a shepherd a king a savior which is christ the lord glory to god in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill to men
1: The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them.
0: Good morning, EPC Church family. Thank you so much for joining us for Church Online this morning. Today we are in week three of our Advent series, which means there's only one Sunday left before Christmas week. And our theme for this Sunday is joy. And in our passage this morning, we're able to see the announcement of the birth of Jesus to some shepherds near the place where it happened. This incredible announcement resulted in a resounding joy that they experienced, which not only motivated them to go and see for themselves the newborn Savior, but to also tell everyone about it so that more people could share in the joy that can be found at Christmas. I don't know about you, but I love Christmas. It is my favorite holiday without a doubt, particularly this year as we get to celebrate our first Christmas with our daughter. And I just love how her eyes light up every time we turn on our Christmas tree. I love that she loves that there's presents under the tree waiting to be unwrapped on Christmas day. And I love that she loves to do a little dance every time the Christmas music starts playing in our home. For us though, Christmas this year is a lot different than last year even down to the feelings of joy that this season brings. Last year was uh, a difficult time for my family, as it was the first Christmas that we were celebrating without my dad with us. However, at the same time, there was this anticipation. There was this joy at the arrival of a new baby in our family. My wife was incredibly pregnant this time last year and could literally give birth at any given moment. So we got through Christmas Eve with a church service and a fantastic takeout dinner following that. And then before we knew it, Christmas morning was here with all the bells and whistles that you'd expect. My mom continued the tradition that we had growing up, making fresh-baked cinnamon rolls for breakfast, and then got to work on our turkey dinner after we spent the morning uh, just opening presents and spending time together as a family. Fast forward to that afternoon, however, and that's when the cracks in the picture-perfect setting began to show a little bit more. And it all started with our basement being flooded. We tried our best to clean up the mess, but the water just continued to pour and we found that we couldn't use our showers, our sinks, our toilets, etc., without it getting worse. And it being Christmas day, plumbers were pretty hard to come by. So my mom managed to find us a hotel room a few streets over that had a full kitchen to keep our turkey dinner cooking and try to continue our Christmas day plans. You know, just doing her best to keep the feeling of joy in the season rolling, especially with the excitement of a brand new addition to our family on the way. And so our Christmas Day 2019 consisted of an exactly nine-month pregnant person, myself, my younger brother, and my mom, sitting around a small hotel dining room table, sharing one big room instead of one big house, trying to keep the joy alive in the midst of the craziness that comes with someone about to give birth and your basement flooding, all in the same day. I used to say in the moment that the water broke just wasn't the one that we were expecting. In that experience, we definitely tried a little harder than usual to choose to be joyful. There's a lot of joy that can be found in the Christmas season, but the opposite is also true in that there are a lot of people who who are suffering, who are going through hardship, who are experiencing loss, where joy seems impossible to find. I don't think I need to go into too much Detail about the world that we're living in right now because we're all living it. it is a shared Experience dealing with the current pandemic and the toll that it has taken on our lives Our family our work our finances our health and even for some our faith As much as the Christmas season is meant to bring us joy The reality is that just isn't the case for many people when it comes to the holidays so keeping that in mind What is the true meaning of joy? How can we experience it even in the midst of, well, everything? Trying to define joy can be a difficult journey, to say the least. Many will define it as a feeling that just happens, kind of a level up from from happiness. And to an extent, I agree that that's true. But I believe that as followers of Jesus, joy becomes more than just about a moment or dictated By circumstance. A website called Theopedia describes it as an orientation of the heart, and I really like that. It's a position that must be taken, a choice to be made. As followers of Jesus, whose hope is in Him, we can make the choice for joy in every circumstance. Why? Because our joy is found in our Savior. When we choose to follow Jesus, a result of that is is our ability to live with a joy in our hearts that comes only from him. Just as, just as there was an incredible anticipation on my family's part when it came to Lucy finally entering the world, we know that the Israelites were waiting for the arrival of their Messiah for a very, very long time. There were prophecies told about him, and people anxiously awaiting the fulfillment of God's promise to his people. And in our passage this morning with the shepherds, they finally receive the message that the people have been waiting for, one that would bring great joy for all people. Through this story, we will be reminded that even though life has difficulties and hardships, we can find joy in the birth of our Savior, God's perfect gift. And so our first point this morning is this, joy is promised, joy is promised. At the start of our passage this morning, right away, we learn about the shepherds. It is said in our word that they are in the same region around Bethlehem at the time of Jesus' birth. Bethlehem, just for some quick context this morning, is called the city of David because David grew up here along with his father Jesse and his seven brothers. In fact, David tended to sheep in fields outside the village just like the shepherds were doing that very night that the angel appeared to them. And I imagine the shepherds just gazing into the darkness, seeing the outlines of their sheep and maybe even hearing their sheep snoring as they probably expected this night to be a night just like any other that they've experienced. Remember, there are no lights anywhere. So this is as dark as nighttime could be. And without a moment's notice, the area around them lights up when an angel appears to them to announce the birth of the Savior. The light that appeared before them and the angel that spoke to them filled them with fear, but the angel in response gave them the message that was first given to Mary when the angel appeared to her to tell her that she would give birth to Jesus. That message is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Do not fear. The shepherds are terrified in this moment, and I mean, who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be terrified? So before the angel even begins to let them know of the event that has taken place in Bethlehem that very night, he comforts them first. And after doing so, the angel proceeds to tell them of the incredible, powerful, amazing, awe inspiring, history making news that Jesus, the Son of God, and the prophesied Messiah has been born. Where it is that they can find him, and how they can identify him. Verse 10 continues I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. This announcement is meant to inspire great joy, not just in the shepherds, but in all people. And by all people, I read this verse as saying, literally, all people for all time. This announcement was one unlike any other ever given, but it was one that has been promised and prophesied in the build-up to the birth of Christ. In many ways, the shepherds were very unlikely candidates for the particularly high honor that they were just called to. In the culture of that day, shepherds were often held in contempt, and they were excluded from mainstream society because their work kept them unclean. And it brings a sense of awe to me that God would choose these shepherds to be the first people on earth to hear of Jesus' birth, and as we'll explore in a little bit, even are the first worshippers of Jesus. God could have chosen anyone to hear the message of the angel, including kings, priests, and the like but it was these shepherds to me this reveals the perfection of god's plan for sending jesus to earth and it's something that still applies to this very day there's a sense of simplicity to be found in the plan for jesus's birth you know Uh, god made it so that it would be something that we get something that we would understand the joy found in the promised savior is available to every single person no matter what background No matter what status, no matter what position. God's plan for us in sending Jesus was that whoever believed in him would not perish but have eternal life. Whoever believed, to translate anyone who chooses to believe in Jesus. The joy that can be found in him is not limited to a select few, and you don't need to even have a perfect record to receive it. Jesus was sent for you and I just as much As the next person. What I see in God choosing the shepherds to be the first to receive this message that will bring great joy is that He is making a statement. God is making a statement in this moment. God's grace and favor and favor, rather, is given even to the most overlooked, including the shepherds. But we see throughout Jesus' ministry, even that he ministered and loved sinners, tax collectors, prostitutes. He made it clear that the love of God applied to them. It was not about nationality, wealth, power, reputation, past, or sinfulness. We are all on an equal playing field with this gift available to us. All people, for all time, are equally offered the promised joy that this child brings and the salvation that he brings for each and every one of us. I believe so strongly that God's example here and Jesus' ministry on earth should drive us to treat others as equally deserving of joy, of hope, of grace, and of love. God's favor and love to all should mirror our response to the upheaval and the injustice that we see all around us today. The hope of Jesus is for all people. This message and this example is just as relevant today as it was on the day that the shepherds were given this message. And as I said at the beginning of this message, I love Christmas. But I particularly love Christmas music. I'm not one of the people to play Christmas music whenever I want to at any point in the year. Uh, I don't go that far, you know. But I I do start playing it as early as it is appropriate to. One of my favorite uh, Christmas hymns, though, is is, uh, Joy to the World, simply because of the message that it's for the world. Joy is available for every single person. Why? The Lord has come. With a mission to set us free from sin it is a song of promise that the joy found in the promise of jesus is for each and every single person this group of shepherds the first people to hear about the birth of jesus experienced firsthand the promise of joy for all people in fact one of the first words that the angel uses to describe the birth of jesus is the word joy joy is the birthmark of a follower of Jesus, because when you accept Jesus into your heart, you are able to experience joy unlike anything that can be found apart from Jesus. In him, we are always promised the fullness of joy. And just like the shepherds in our story this morning, we are invited to rejoice over the miracle of Jesus' birth. It doesn't matter who you are. The joy of Christmas, the joy found in the birth of our Savior, is for everyone. We can make the choice to focus on the hope of Jesus' birth, the truth and the significance of it to you and I, to give us the strength needed to root ourselves in the source of our joy, even in the most difficult of times. Our second point this morning. Joy is driven. Joy is driven. At this point in our message, the angel that had appeared to the shepherds was now suddenly joined by many others. The text says the of of heaven. And just like in a movie, there where there is a buildup in the plot before something incredible inevitably happens, it, 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 it is the climax of that film. In our passage this morning, the one angel that appeared before the shepherds to announce the promised Messiah was now joined by a company of other angels. It is the climax of this announcement, this great announcement, joyfully praising God for this amazing thing that has taken place. Unexpected by these shepherds, the glory of the Lord exploded into their cold and dark evening. And these angels were filled with joy and praised God because of the child that was born as the result of God's plan of salvation for all people. The angels sing songs and rejoicing over the miracle of Jesus' birth and the true meaning of it. The definition for rejoice is to feel or show great joy. It is an outpouring. An overflow of the joy that we have in our hearts. And here we see the angels driven to sing a song of praise to the Lord because of the joy that they have over the fulfillment of Jesus' birth. Let's reread verses, verse 14 for a second. It says, Glory to God in highest heaven, and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. I know I talk about my, my child a lot, but she's my first one and she's going to, about to be a full year old now. So I'm going to talk about her lots to cope with the fact that she's growing up right in front of me uh, way too fast. And yeah, I know uh, she'll be driving next year, in college the next. I've heard it all before, but let's focus on how she's just going to be a full year old first. My heart can only, it can only take so much. But when, when I think of someone being driven, I can't help but think of her. My child is one of the most driven people I have ever met. With Christmas almost here and gifts fully wrapped under our tree, we need to keep a more watchful eye on her than usual because if she's given the chance, she will go right for those gifts that are under that tree. Never mind that there's different gifts there for different people. In her mind, they all belong to her. They are all her gifts and to see the speed at which she crawls once she decides she wants to open an early present is just absolutely baffling to me. She is faster than the mind's eye, I tell you, but she is driven because of the joy she gets at seeing those presents under the tree. She doesn't understand the concept yet of gifts, but I'm sure she understands the concept of wrapping paper. So she's not actually going for the gift itself, but that crinkly, crunchy stuff, that wrapping paper that the gift is wrapped in, that's what she loves the most. I often find joy is like a gift. Joy is like a gift in that we have the choice to accept it, to unwrap it, and experience the fullness of it. Or we can go the other way and reject the gift because that's, quote unquote, that's not what I wanted. The story of Christmas is about God's perfect gift of a Savior, given in such a radical and even in many cases, simple way. And our joy can be found in the promise of our Savior. And this perfect gift of ours is for the taking. It is for the taking. Of all the gifts we could ever receive, none will inspire a joy within us as much as this one will. When we read about the angel's song of rejoicing at the birth of Jesus, it is a response inspired by the gift that was given. The gift of the Savior is an expression of goodwill or love to people and therefore God is to be praised. The long expected Messiah is born. Prophecies talking about his coming from centuries ago are finally fulfilled. The promised Prince of Peace that is referenced in Isaiah chapter nine, verse six, is here and he is available to all who make him Lord and savior of their lives. The angel statement of he was born to you meant we needed him. We needed him to save us. From our sin, We couldn't do it without him. He is the only way. Earth benefited from God's plan, and heaven rejoiced in the fulfillment of it. Significantly, as we move into our third and final point this morning, it's important to recognize the response of the shepherds once the angels had left. If we look at part of verse 15, it says this, The shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's, let's see this thing that has happened. This is a great response on the part of the shepherds because they weren't going to see if the event had occurred but to see the event see the event that had happened this response demonstrated a real urgency they didn't hesitate at all they were driven by the joy of the message that they received the shepherds response demonstrates that the joy they received at the message that the messiah was born drove them to go to the place of christ's birth and see him for themselves, as the angel told them. The message of joy motivated them to act in response to it. And these shepherds clearly went by their own desire. The perfect gift was given, and they chose to respond with joy and seek out the child that the angel spoke to them about. They never once were commanded to go or forced to. They were only told by the angels how to find him and what he would be wrapped in. It is a profound joy in the message that drove them to seek out the source of this child that was to bring great joy for all people our third point this morning is this joy is powerful joy is powerful as the group of shepherds wasted no time at all to go and find the newborn baby that the angel told them about they managed to finally locate mary joseph and jesus lying in a manger just like the angel had said There was a significance in the angel mentioning that Jesus would be wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger in that no other baby at that time in that town would have been born in such a circumstance. That was the mark that they have found Jesus. It wasn't an unusual sign to see a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth, but it was strange to see a baby lying in a manger, a feeding trough. This confirmed that uh, the angel's message to the shepherds that this was truly The promised Messiah. This was the source of their joy, and the event that will bring great joy to all people. There was enough evidence to support their faith in what the angel said was true. Having now seen the child for themselves, they had the evidence that would satisfy others. They had seen firsthand the result of the news that would bring great joy, and accordingly, they became the first preachers of the gospel. And went and proclaimed to others that the Messiah had come there was great joy for all people their Savior has arrived the combination of the angelic announcement and the sign of a a child in a feeding trough inspired the shepherds to tell as many as they could of what they heard and what they experienced the joy the shepherds held in regards to the incredible event that they just witnessed was incredibly profoundly impactful and our text today says, all who heard were astonished. There's an enthusiastic and authentic response to this good news. Even if the people didn't fully understand it, because let's be fair here. If some shepherds ran up to you, who remember were outcasts in society at the time, and said, a baby was born in a manger, and he is the promised Messiah, and they heard it from a vision uh, of a pile of angels singing, in the fields with their sheep at night. It would be a lot for even the most open-minded people to take in, but even if they didn't fully understand it, the people who were told recognized that something significant had indeed happened. And as we read at the end of our passage this morning, uh, we see how the shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them even after the shepherds encountered the angel and the baby jesus they didn't go on and sign a book deal they didn't go on a speaking tour or suddenly become the town celebrities because of their experience by and large the best we can glean is that while their lives were certainly changed by what happened in bethlehem that very night they still returned after the experience to the difficulties and struggles of their everyday lives as shepherds looked upon The same as outcasts from society at the time. Yet in the midst of it it all, in the midst of everything they had experienced that night, what the angel said to them that evening was that they were receiving news of great joy. The coming of Christ would bring joy into their lives. And even though their circumstances may not have necessarily changed in a significant way, that sense of joy would forever leave a mark on them because of this incredible experience with the newborn Messiah. Joy is powerful, joy is powerful. As followers of Jesus, we can choose to rejoice because of the promise that we have in our Savior. Once again, to rejoice is to feel or show great joy. It is an outpouring, an overflow of the joy that we have in our hearts. As we celebrate Advent and the birth of Jesus, we are reminded of that joy that we can experience and how it is rooted in the truth Of Jesus's birth his sacrifice on the cross for you and I and the promise of his return it is a powerful joy it is a joy that can transform the hearts of those we encounter it is a joy that is noticeable even in the most subtle of ways from the uh, from from our expressions to the way that we carry ourselves every single day it is a joy that can take even the most dire of circumstances that you may be facing in your life or like the shepherds, the day-to-day struggles and give you a peace and a hope for the future. It's so easy to get, to get caught up in the chaos that can come with Christmas. In the midst of the season, it's easy to lose track of the source of our joy. But with so much buildup to the holiday season, and even with so many people's plans this year disrupted by the reality that we are facing with this pandemic, and with so many families grieving, and experiencing the hardship that we may not even begin to be able to relate to, there is comfort that can be found in the source of our joy this season as followers of Jesus. Maybe something about this season has been accumulating in your life, and it's hard to look past it all right now. That's okay, and I understand the feelings that you are experiencing. But I want to encourage you this morning that there is joy to be found for you in the glory and the greatness of God's gift, the one Who is the savior of the world? We see that the shepherds had joy even as they stayed as shepherds after such a great and miraculous experience. Who they are didn't change. But the way they lived their lives, the way they carried themselves and expressed their newfound sense of joy, did. It was a joy that was powerful enough to transform them despite their circumstances. And in the same way, we can still receive and experience joy even in circumstances that we find ourselves stuck in. There is a powerful joy to be found in the hope of the newborn Savior. And it's a hope that we can choose to let in and position our hearts. It's a joy that can get us through the darkest and most difficult of circumstances. It is a joy that comes as a result of faith. Paul takes note of this in Romans 5 verses 1 to 3 and it says this, Therefore, Since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they will help us develop endurance. This is a powerful statement from the Apostle Paul. That even when we experience uh, trials and problems in our life, we can still rejoice because of what Christ has done for us. And this joy found in Jesus helps us develop endurance in whatever we may be facing and whatever life may continue to bring. It is a call to rely on our Savior, who is the source of our joy. Conclusion today. I was reminded in writing this message of, of the Charlie Brown Christmas Special. In it, Charlie uh, is distraught over circumstances that unfold throughout the movie and he asks his friend Linus if there's anyone who knows what Christmas is all about. Let's watch this clip together.
1: Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men.
0: As I said earlier, Christmas is about God's perfect gift of a Savior. We can find joy in that gift, in accepting that gift, in choosing to claim that gift. It was a gift that was first announced on a quiet, lonely field outside of Bethlehem. And the significance of that gift continues to reverberate throughout history to this very day. It still has the power to capture the hearts and minds of others with a joy unlike anything we could find elsewhere. And the best thing about this gift, he is easy to find. He is easy to find. He was born in a manger in a stable, but he does not dwell there today. All we need to do is pray to him to find him. And when we find him, we will find a fullness of joy. Like the shepherds, once we find him, we may go back to the routine of our lives, but we won't go back the same as we were when we were searching for him. If you're listening this morning and you find you are lacking in joy because of, uh, because of what's been happening in your life lately, I want to assure you that there is hope to be found in the joy of our Savior's birth and the truth that he is for you and that he loves you out of an abundance of love. If that's for you this morning, you can pray today and ask for a fresh experience of the joy that we can find in Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Throughout your week, if there's anything we can do for you, please do not hesitate to reach out to us, whether you call us or email us here at the church. And we would love to do what we can for you. Thanks again for joining us this morning, and enjoy the rest of your day. God bless.